Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet It's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And like I do every week, I thank the listeners. Appreciate you guys being uh, Bar listeners and tuning in to your favorite podcast. And I want to remind you about the new feature we have called Inside The Bar. That's right. Exclusive content for just you. For as low as $5 a month, you can become a member of the VIP exclusive inside the bar team uh, where you'll get uh, access to a private Facebook group as well as you'll get releases before they're aired publicly. So if that sounds good to you, if you want to be a part of the team, just uh, hit the link in the show notes and sign up for inside the bar and like i do every tuesday i bring in awesome guests this uh awesome guest brings back a segment that i haven't done in a while man the local pastor spotlight and just kind of give you a premise of where the local pastor spotlight came from i was interviewing a young man probably the first couple months i was doing podcasting and uh I was asking him about his favorite preacher and his favorite pastor, because those that know I came out of the charismatic movement. And so you have your favorites, it's kind of like sports, you know, you got your LeBrons or whatever. And so I was asking him that question and he, he kind of humbled me when he said, bro, like my favorite pastor is the local pastor, my pastor. And so that inspired me to shine a light on local pastors, pastors that don't necessarily have a platform, not on the the touring conference circuit or a bestseller, but are in the in the weeds and dealing with uh, the sheep on the ground level. And today I have on a brother. I think we met through Twitter. None other than my brother, Ray. How you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks a lot for having me on today. Yeah, Ray, man. Pleasure is all mine. Uh, like I said, this is a segment that uh, uh, I didn't intentionally go away from. Um, just <laughs> didn't have anybody as thousands and millions of pastors out there. You know, I didn't nobody reached out, but I was glad that uh, we was able to connect. So, Ray, first off, man, tell a little bit about yourself. Whatever you want to share our personal profession. You got the floor to do that right here. Well, absolutely. So um, there's a guy that listens uh, very faithfully to you. Um, he is uh, an engineer for strength. Medical Corporation here in Kalamazoo. It's one of the main employers, along with uh, um, Pfizer. Um, is another employer, but he, he works at Stryker, and uh, 
I think you sent me this link a couple of times. So just a shout out to Chris. And I, I was like, man, okay, you're, you're insistent. And I'm, I'm glad I, I, um, I'm glad that we can be together and that I responded to that. So originally I grew up in um, uh, Philadelphia, just outside of Philadelphia, Camden, New Jersey, and um, went to school in Scranton, Pennsylvania and moved to Michigan. So my life can be like summarized in three songs. Okay. Um, so, you know, you know, if you get the South Philly, song the fresh prince and then um q in the office and then an old big band tune i've got a girl in kalamazoo nice so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that's kind of that's kind of my story in in a nutshell i love that so much <laughs> that is awesome and i know all three of the songs so that that makes it really cool good deal man so <laughs> Just uh, tell a little bit about, uh, I guess, the, let's start with the, the current church. Uh, is this a church plant? Um, how did you get there? Uh, let, let's talk about that first. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a church plant. We're uh, a church that's 15 years old. Um, actually, yesterday, celebrated 15 years. Congrats. And it's a church that I planted. Um, originally, I planted a Korean church in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, um, I don't know any Korean. Um, it was a friend of mine, Joe, who was Korean, and I, we planted a, a church. I did all the English ministry. So I had high school, college students, and Korean War veterans. Mm. And this is back in the early 90s. And that was my introduction to ministry. And then became an associate pastor and um, followed the same senior pastor to a second church and then planted this church out of um, out of that church. Um and it's kind of just an unusual, uh, unusual journey. I was, um, I was a youth pastor there and um, hanging out with uh, a, uh, a Saturday night, which at the time, a Saturday night uh, service preacher um, from, from uh, um, Grand Rapids, um, who was sort of a shooting star and made, made a bunch of movies and, and, um, and then walked away from, walked away from the, the faith. Um, uh, but he introduced me to a number of guys at the time that were, that were planting churches. And, um, I, I was in, in a church that had, um, just a few young people. Um, they hired me, um, if I told you what I was getting paid and I couldn't rub two nickels together. <laughs> and so they said, well, you know, earn your, earn your keep. And so we had three kids in a year, we had a hundred kids, but then the church kind of started to chafe because we were reaching kids that. They weren't church kids at all. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, so I got a real education of uh, being a missionary inside a church mm. to the church. And um, I was there for 10 years, and it was really the young people of that church that became the launch team um, here at Northbridge. And we have since launched another church um, called Citygate Church that is on the other side of the highway to the south of the city. Um, in Portage, and both of us are now we're getting ready to birth um, additional churches. We've got church planters in the chute, and and we're just you know, praying it doesn't kill us. And I guess if it does, we're still better off, like the Apostle Paul. <laughs> right, right. Wow, wow, that is very interesting, man. Because uh, a lot of my listeners are church planters uh, or or pastors. Uh, you know. Significantly enough, my my audience is a lot of local pastors. So, tell me a little bit about the uh, just the process of, of this plant. I know you say you kind of uh, 
raised up the young people that started it. What what was that process like? What was that? Uh, uh, I guess the community that, that you were were uh, that you planted the church. How was it received? Tell me a little bit about that that process. Yeah, so um, I, I mean, I can kind of take you back because I grew up um in a very um just a very different location. I'm in Southwest Michigan right now, but growing up on the East Coast and and um in neighborhoods quite more, uh, there's quite a bit of diversity. Um, I never envisioned myself coming to Michigan. And then it just really was an unfolding of ministry one step after another, because at the time um, I was in a, uh, a denomination, it's more of a fellowship of churches that really had come out of a separatist movement. And, um, you know, they were separating so small that you know, there's two people in the church and they, I'm, I'm using hyperbole. They'd separate <laughs> from each other, but nonetheless, I mean, that's, that's where the, that movement kind of started and it sort of retained that DNA. And to this day is, is really struggling, but to plant a church was just unheard of. And I couldn't, I couldn't get any traction. And um, that is really what attracted me to a movement that has gone, you know, askew that, um, a number of individuals were in and, and, uh, but yet it was, it was a critique of the church and, um, they were, um, launching out in, in really experimenting in, you know, in church planting. I was fortunate enough through the associate pastor that I knew and he had a band and, um, eventually went on speaking tours and wrote books and, you know, planted a church that was thousands overnight, um, mm-hmm. in Michigan. Uh, but his executive pastor became a very good friend and, um, ended up being my church planting coach. And so I really didn't know anything, um, about church planting. Um, and so, you know, I'm just really thankful for Doug. Um, at the time he was researching like church planting assessment. And, uh, so he used me as a guinea pig. So I went to, um, X 29 assessment and a whole bunch of different assessments, mission agency assessments. I, and, and through that process, just it with, um, Doug as an executive pastor, really looking at what does it take to plant a church? How do we reproduce this over and over again? Um, he introduced me to quite a few people in the community of church planters and church planting agencies. Just I just found a generosity there mm-hmm. that I didn't find in the rest of the church, and uh, you know just a desire to do kingdom work, and was so thankful for that. Um, and uh, you know, and God just just you know opened up doors. Um, so we I planted in a place that is um, it's rural and it's just odd. We're seven miles from downtown Kalamazoo, K College, which is very, it's a, it costs a little bit of money to go to K College. And then mm-hmm. Western Michigan University has 25,000 students. And you, you come north and you go through a uh, predominantly um, um, artsy community, right into a black community, <laughs> to um, trailer parks when you cross a highway, to, you know, the McMansions, you know, an SUV and two horses to the farmer. And, um, and that's where we are. Our, our, uh, we've, we're surrounded by farm fields, but we have this like close proximity to just an unusual community. And that's kind of our church. You know, we are definitely a mutt. Um, we're made up of, um, I don't know what you call it. It's, it's a mutt. I don't know if you call it diversity. <laughs> it's, 
it is what it is. They're wonderful people. They're beautiful people, but all kinds of different economics backgrounds, you know, and you wouldn't, you know, driving by, you look at our church, small building, pre-COVID, we were into three services, pre-launch a city gate four years ago. We were four services. We're in two today, but you just look at it and it just looks like a, just a regular, you know, regular church. But, um, you know, God saw, God has used the people in the church to build the church. And, you know, it's just, it's not the church um, I ever imagined. It's not as cool as the church I imagined, but it's way better than the church I imagined. Wow. No, that, that is awesome. And I appreciate you giving us kind of that background. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, try to do programs and things to become diverse, man. And and one thing that's common uh, with with really solid churches, if, you know, you, you preach guys where you preach the gospel, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do the gimmicks, you know, you don't have to, you know, do the the schisms and things like that to get people, man. So that's always encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. So and, and it sounds like you had a really good support system, which, you know, I know that. I mean, I can only imagine how helpful that was uh, in that in that, tra- I guess, the transition and, and planting. And But you, you mentioned uh, getting ready to plant some more. So. uh or I guess are you're you're now the the student become the teacher? Uh, how what what's the, what's that look like? And and what what are some more plans that you have for not only your church but the other church plans? Yeah, so you know we we are a medium sized church on purpose um, to be a church in the community, and um, we have yet to be in a building program. I, I think eventually that that'll be something that will happen, but. We really value the, the the church that's in the community that can respond to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's around us, there's small churches and there's very, very large churches, but there just aren't those community churches that are thriving. And so we, we want to um, be, we want to be church planting churches uh, that, that if it's a niche, I don't know what you call it, but, um, you, you know, that that's a church in the community for the community that knows um, the community. And we just I don't know. I don't want to make size uh, a moral thing or a right thing or a wrong thing. We just kind of noticed that, you know, the, the smaller churches just kind of lacked the the ability to respond um, to the, the church in the com- or to the community. And the larger churches, sometimes they're just so regional Um you know, what they do flies over the head mm-hmm. of really local places and people that live in them. And so we, we wanted to know the people that were in our community um, well. And the other is that, that um, you know, as a pastor, I'm available to my people. Um, they have a link. I, I use a, Acuity scheduling, which is great. So it's right on our connection card. And anybody in the church has access to my schedule, open spots on my schedule. And they can schedule a time with me to have coffee, chat, counsel, whatever, you know, and that's, you know, that's valuable. I guard the time that I need to preach the word of God and for my family. But, you know, I, the shepherd needs to know the sheep, the sheep should know the shepherd. And, um, you know, so we, we, um, to get at your question, like, I, I think it's a natural thing. Like you get so big and, and it's, it's time to plant again so that you can maintain um, that format of church where they ought to know something about the guy who's 
delivering the word of God on, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And like, is that guy genuine? Like, they ought to, <laughs> I think they ought to be able to see people ought to see able to see you interact with your wife and your kids right. and, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, that's just, you know, again, other churches do it different ways. Uh, I'm not, I'm not condemning or, you know what, just kind of where, where we're at and what we chose to do that we have um, a, a natural succession of, you know, of church planting that we're always looking uh, to do that. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Man, that that's really good. And and I love, like I said, I love your, your idea and approach, you know, and, and we don't want to, uh, uh, I guess, demonize size, you know, mm-hmm. or say that because it's big, it's bad, or if it's small, it's whatever. I remember when I was in the charismatic circles, though, the preacher used to say, you know, if you go to a restaurant and ain't a whole bunch of cars out there, that means the food ain't good. <laughs> there is something to that. There uh, is with food, yeah, that. sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that that's, that's really good, man. So right here, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Thankful homemaker. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is a blog and podcast created to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. Thankful Homemaker provides truth-filled, gospel-driven encouragement to homemakers who amid their ordinary days desire to honor and glorify God in all things. Come visit thankfulhomemaker.com for the latest articles and podcasts. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast catcher. So ladies, pop in your headphones as you're doing dishes, cooking dinner, or folding laundry, and sit with me, host Marcy Farrell, as we chat together on how God's Word impacts everything we do as Christian women. All right, we're back in here with uh, Pastor Ray. Kalamazoo. I know exactly where Kalamazoo is. Unfortunately, I'm just kidding. Not unfortunately. So I work for, I used to work for a trucking company called Benor Logistics. They're based out of Erie, Michigan. And mm-hmm. um, we we actually ran some loads out of Kalamazoo and Grand Rapids. So I know exactly where that's at. Been up there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right got, man. Something in common. Um, in college, I worked for uh, Frito Lay in logistics, which just simply meant yeah. loading a lot of Doritos and pretzel rods on trucks. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. yep. My, mine was less hands on, but yeah. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, so on the back half of the episode, we do what we call the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. So the first signature question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, man, I listen to everything. Uh, absolutely everything. Um, you know, my playlist is from from classical to to hip hop um, with a little bit of country, with a little bit of country. <laughs> <laughs> That's OK. Ain't nothing wrong with country, man. 
you know, I um, I read Cal Newport. I, I tell you what, I listened to the most because of Spotify. I read um, Deep Work by Cal Newport. He's got a, a series of books on like focus, and um, and so on Spotify, there's a number of uh, like just focus playlists okay. that are just generic background music and uh, usually it's jazz. Mm-hmm. Or um, uh, like cinematic, um, and that's that's on in the background, especially when I set that timer and I got to have my butt in the chair for a mm-hmm. certain amount of time and get the job done. That's what's rolling in in the background. So nice, you know. Yeah, at other times it just it is almost just about anything. Gotcha. Okay. Well, listen, you kind of gave us gave it to us at the beginning of the show. You talked about Fresh Prince of Bel Air and the Office. <laughs> you you kind of gave us a, a spectrum, man. So, next signature bar question is: What book or books are you currently reading? Um, there's there is there's a couple um, of books that I'm reading. Um, one is one is called Gospel Treason. Um, it is by Brad Bigney, um, betraying the gospel, um, with hidden idols. Um, that's, that's, it's just a, it's a very good book. Um, I'm reading with, uh, one of our worship leaders, uh, Brian Croft and Jason Adkins, uh, gather God's people, understand, plan and lead worship in your local church. And, um, and then another one, um, we're actually uh, going on a retreat, our operations, um, director of operations and his wife and my wife, we're doing a couple of days um, and we're reading through Untangling Emotions by Groves and Smith. So just an, uh, an excellent, um, but there's, there, there's other things. Um, I, I fin- just finished uh, Imperfect Disciple by Jared Wilson, which is mm-hmm. a wonderful read as well. So there's nice. a couple of things that are I get it, man. That's why I always say books because I don't think anybody just read one straight book straight through. I don't I've I've yet to meet someone to do that. All right. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Um as far as far as uh podcasts, I love the art of manliness. Mm. That is just uh, you know, it's not a not a pastor podcast per se. Um, but I just, uh, the, the topics, the range of topics, the guests that, um, that are on the art of manliness is, uh, you know, that's, that's an an incredible podcast. Um, and of course, um, I, I've, I've I've listened to the bar podcast. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's in the, in the list. Um, I, I listened to the moth, um, the stories in the moth. I really, um, I really enjoy um, listening to to that, um, as well as um, Pastor um, Well, uh, the Pastor Well podcast um, from a professor out at uh, Southern Seminary. Um, so those are a few of the podcasts that I've I've been listening to. Awesome, that's a good list. That's a real good list. Yeah. Well, listen, Pastor Ray, man, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. I always love to kind of end the show. We give you an opportunity to uh, address the listeners. Uh, any words of encouragement you want to tell or uh, those that might be in the Kalamazoo area, tell them where they can find you guys and uh, we'll be out of here. Um, well, well, we are, we are North of the city, um, Northbridge church in Kalamazoo between the city of Kalamazoo and Plainwell. And there's a great church just to the South of the city called city gate. 
uh, City Gate Church, and uh, and there's another wonderful church that that began um, just a little while ago, Good Shepherd Presbyterian Church out of University Reformed in um, East Lansing that started up just uh, two years ago in Kalamazoo. So we've got a wonderful fellowship of churches, and I would just in you know as far as the listeners, just encourage you know stay in the Word, um, be attentive to good preaching, encourage your pastor. Take notes when he's preaching. Say amen, <laughs> and, and then just just uh, just stay in God's word. Encourage your family, and uh, you know these are these are difficult times and they're unusual times, and we've, there's just a lot going on. But man, the word of God is is the same. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And as long as we hold to that, uh, we we have everything we need. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the show again, taking time out to the bar listeners. Make sure you guys check out everything. The bar podcast, go to the bar podcast.com. Make you pick it. Make sure you pick up some bar gear and make sure you sign up for inside the bar as low as $5 a month. You can have access to uh, shows before they come out. Uh, also the private Facebook group and many more goods and discounts on the bar gear that will all be given to you. Uh, by joining inside the bar and until next time you guys god bless you and we are